0: All right, guys, we are recording this at 3.12 p.m. on January 15th, 2022. So you guys know we haven't watched anything yet. If you hear it after, understand, this is the timestamp. And this is how you know we didn't watch nothing. But we've been examining these games for over a week. And this special... NFL Super Wild Card Weekend Edition of Downtown Sports being brought to you and free by Digital Market Battles, the only marketing agency that can fill your company's pipeline with high-value leads. They can meet your conversion goals no matter what. Just go to www.digitalmarketbattles.com to get your discovery call done today. Now... If you happen to hear this and it is Saturday and, you know, you're just too depressed because you know what's going to happen in that Buffalo-New England game. You, 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 and, and you're you not going to have fun at it anyway. And you want to go do something else, maybe? You should go to uh, Ewing, the event by Catalyst Wrestling. It is being held at The Muse, Brooklyn. Go to CatalystWrestling.com for more details. Absolutely. So, ladies and
1: gentlemen, the playoffs are finally here. Some surprise teams have made it in that we didn't think would be here.
0: Seven of them.
1: Wow. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we are proud to share with you the playoff matchups beginning this afternoon in just about an hour from now. And let's dive into the very first game. I want to thank Chris DeLarge for sending this special playoff edition pick six challenge
0: to us. Let's set a clock. We're going to give each of these games five minutes and then we have to pick them.
1: All right. Let's dive into the first game. And it is the the game that is coming up this afternoon at four 30 Las Vegas Raiders, Cincinnati Bengals. Mm. What a wild one. This has been, I never did. I think we were going to have this matchup the Raiders looked dead in the water about three, four weeks ago. With everything that happened to this team with players off the field, with John Gruden getting let go left and right. But Derek Carr, throughout all the controversy, throughout all the troubles, got this Raiders team on the right path, got them on the map. Darren Waller came back from injury. Josh Jacobs is here. Hunter Renfro has stepped up. Now the Raiders get an opportunity of a lifetime here to be in the playoffs honoring the late John Madden who passed away right before the end of 2021. And they will take on Joe Burrow, very talented quarterback, a very talented Bengals team that has done really just about everything you could have imagined. A talented wide receiving core with Jamar Chase. Joe Mixon has been great along with
0: Tyler Boyd. Are you going to keep singing the praises of this Cincinnati team? Joe
1: Burrow's team? been great. Joe Burrow's been excellent. You know, nobody thought the Bengals would be here this year. Nobody knew who they were, right? Nobody knew who they
0: who no, were- no, 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 no. Everybody thought the Bengals should be here this year. If you watch Joe Burrow and tracked his development, this is where he's supposed to be.
1: When you are playing in a competitive AFC North, it's never a guarantee that you'll come out of that division winning it all the time.
0: And by the by... Everybody who was talking about Trevor Lawrence is going to be a much better quarterback than Joe Burrow. I, I Take a look. But let's get into the Raiders real quick. Yes, please. Let's do it. Derek Carr has had one of his best seasons statistically to date. Yes. back. pull up those stats for Derek Carr. Oh, absolutely. I really absolutely. want everybody to understand exactly why this man, even if he doesn't win the NFL MVP, probably should be.
1: Here's Derek Carr, 428 passes he completed out of 626 for 4,804 yards, only through 23 touchdowns to 14 interceptions. But the fact that Carr threw close to 5,000 yards this year.
0: On a team that was supposed to be a run-first, run-only type of team. Everybody who loves Joe Burrow, right? Oh, Joe Burrow is so great. Uh, 366 completions only only 520 attempts yeah 4,611 yards 34 touchdowns he has better receivers to work with obviously okay but the same amount of picks
1: yeah but it's been very solid when you look at it that way I mean the numbers between both the running backs and the receivers are virtually even both have scored even amounts of touchdowns Josh Jacobs nine touchdowns on just 872 yards rushing that's remember, pretty
0: incredible. Remember, Kenyon and Drake had about like yeah. 400 to 500 yards rushing. So but that Jacobs would...
1: picked up the slack well. Nixon, 1,200 yards rushing, 13 touchdowns. Hunter Renfro, 103 catches for 1,038 and 9 touchdowns. Jamar Chase, just 81 catches for 1,455 yards, a rookie record, and 13 touchdowns.
0: Let me tell you what makes the difference here. Joe Burrow is, I believe, one of the most sacked quarterbacks in the NFL, right? Is
1: he, he is. The Bengals' O-line is still not there yet. They Question. need to protect him a little better.
0: Question. Yes. How good is the Raiders' defensive line?
1: It's okay. yeah Crosby leads that offense. They are a sack
0: leader in the league this year. Look up the Raiders' sacks. Because a lot of people are picking this game, and I don't think they're thinking about exactly what they're looking at here.
1: Raiders have 35 sacks to 40 for opponents. So 35 is not bad. That's very solid. It's a good defensive front, but will it be enough to slow down Joe Burrow? Yes. That I don't know.
0: Yes. But
1: but Chris believes, as we get to the score of this one, Chris believes—
0: And by the way, Derek Carr— has, and his offense has a higher time of possession than the Bengals does.
1: Well, that's going to be very key if you're going to beat Burrow. But Chris believes the Bengals will win this game, 30-24 to 24 in overtime. What do you think? You think think it's going to be Cincy? You think it's going to be Vegas?
0: I think it's Vegas. Hmm? Okay. Oh, a lot of people are going to think I'm crazy. If you're betting this game, bet Raiders, because that line is way off. But We have to pick in three, two, one. Here come the picks. And I will say nothing else about this. And we can say nothing else about the analysis. We just have to pick the numbers and say if we agree with them or not. Yep. Vegas, 23. Cincinnati, 21. I think Derek Carr. I can't say anything. I have to cut. Nope. Yeah, that's it. I'm going
1: to take over right here. I'm sorry to say. Bengals had a great run. I think the Bengals are going to continue this run. They're finally going to get out of this round. I think they're going to finally win a playoff game for the first time since 1991. Bengals win this game 23-16.
0: You know, no one has ever texted the Bengals won a playoff game.
1: Yeah, let me hear it. When was the last time they did win a playoff game?
0: 31 years ago. 31
1: years ago. So that's they were 1991. That's 1991. Isn't that incredible. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Let's dive into our second game. And that's going to be the evening portion of Saturday's game. It's the Patriots and the Buffalo Bills. And let's dive into that one.
0: Start the clock. Oh, Matt and Jones, Josh Allen. Here we go. And yes, Beast, your music is here. Because I think this is going to be the most I have to go here, and I'm going to let you take over. Oh, please. Yeah, thank you. I'm just going to say one thing. I want everybody, instead of looking at stats and who is playing and all this other stuff, right? I want everybody to take a look at where they're playing. And I want everybody to take a look at the damn weather report.
1: It's going to be in single digits in Orchard Park.
0: Actually, there will be... Zero digits. Zero. Single digits. It's going to be zero degrees wind chill anywhere between minus five to minus 10. Buffalo has been practicing. Ready? Mm -hmm. With frozen footballs.
1: Could be big. I think Buffalo learned from that last game. Remember that uh, Remember that last game they played in Buffalo this year? Uh, John, you remember uh, what was it? Uh, Mac Jones only threw the ball three times and uh, it was pretty windy. It was cold that day. And Buffalo ended up losing that game like 14-10. to 10. You remember that yes. game? Yes. How ironic, oh, we're playing it in Buffalo run. all over again. We're playing it in Buffalo all over again. And you don't think Bill Belichick is not going to employ some kind of a game plan to, to, to do that again? ah come on i will not be surprised if maybe maybe we see a repeat of mac jones doing this again throwing the ball two out of three times because we've already seen it how many times do you make mac jones throw the football and he makes mistakes and he turns over the ball like he does all the time mac jones has had a great season i'm not gonna laugh at it he's had a great year he's thrown for 3,800 yards he's thrown 22 touchdowns tremendous Completing 352 out of 521 throws. Josh Allen has thrown for 4,400 yards. Completing 409 out of 646 throws. And he's thrown 36 touchdowns. But at the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, in cold weather like this, you have to be able to run the football. Maybe now Buffalo's finally figured it out with Devin Singletary at the helm. Running the ball for over 870 yards and seven touchdowns. He picked up those numbers toward the end of the year. Josh Allen can certainly complement with the running of his own. The key, though, is, again, time of possession. Buffalo is going to have to play not with quick scoring offense like Josh Allen likes to do where he plays in an up-tempo. They're going to have to play a more controlled game. They're going to have to methodically piece time off the clock, take time off the clock, keep Mac Jones off the field, keep Belichick guessing a little bit, And you're going to have to force New England into a couple of mistakes if you're going to beat them. My prediction, Buffalo's going to win this game, ladies and gentlemen. I think it will be Buffalo coming out on top. 21-10.
0: All of that time and all of that explanation for the completely wrong conclusion. Really?
1: Really? Really?
0: I just have one thing to say here Mm. as cold as it is Mm -hmm. colder than the last game right what's the one difference in this game the wind is only 10 miles an hour yeah
1: not as heavy as it was last time but it's still however
0: it's going to be almost impossible to grip the football So that really is going to turn this into which defense is honestly better. That's who's going to determine it. The Patriots running backs are very good at hanging on to the football. They don't turn the football over much. Josh Allen and Devin Singletary both have a little bit of a fumble disease. Yes. In order for Buffalo to win this game, I think Josh Allen is going to have to rush the ball 16 times. He's going to have to be a running back. You're going to have to figure out how to get Cole Beasley end around handoffs, slot opportunities where he's in the middle. Knox is going to have to have the game of his life because the only way you're going to be completing passes is short up the middle and with a tight end who can catch in traffic.
1: And don't expect Stefan Diggs to be open all the time either. This is going to be a game where the Patriots defense is going to make sure Stefan Diggs does not get too many balls thrown his way.
0: They're gonna have to do creative things to get stuff on involved, including Rubble, running him on little bubble screens and oh I have to pick. Yeah, who've you got? Patriots nine, Buffalo six. Wow.
1: No touchdowns you believe will be scored in this game. No nope. touchdowns.
0: Nope. All right. Well,
1: Chris Not is predicting run. Chris is predicting the same score from their first meeting in Buffalo, only in reverse. He predicts fourteen ten Buffalo will win this game. All right, Chris credit you for that. This is not going to be a high-scoring game. I don't think so. Let's go to game number three. Sunday game. The Philadelphia Eagles, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. My turn. Please, let's start the clock now.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the end. To the end? To the end. This It's who? going to be the end of a lot of things, okay? It's going to be an end to Jalen Hurts' doubters, I'll I'll say. Philadelphia has one of the most potent rushing attacks in football. And Jalen Hurts is one of the leaders. Bring those stats up, please, for me. Thank you very much. Jalen Hurts has 10 TDs rushing on only 139 carries. He's basically almost mad. Actually, he outmatches Leonard Fournette's prediction. He might not throw for a ton of yards at all. But I think this matchup is going to be a lot closer than people think. I think a lot of people are going to take Jalen Hurts seriously as an NFL signal caller. I think Jalen Hurts has actually kept his turnovers down, gained yardage.
1: Yes. I mean,
0: between rushing and passing, he scored 26 touchdowns this year.
1: It's not bad at all.
0: Very solid. With only nine picks. And how many fumbles for Jalen Hurts this year?
1: Only nine fumbles and lost
0: just one. And by the, yeah, a little bit of a problem, but you know when you're, passing the football and running the football, you're basically responsible for the entire damn offense. Yeah. So when the ball's in his hands that much yet, yeah, maybe he needs to have a little bit of better handle on the football. We've seen the Bucks
1: struggle against the NFC East. We've seen this with the Washington football team last year.
0: Nearly beat them. And we've seen the them football. struggle against the Eagles this year. Yeah, they won that matchup, but it was a lot closer than people think. It was the first game where you actually believe that Jalen Hurts really could be this co- team's quarterback going forward.
1: Well, now it's in Tampa Bay. It's at Raymond James Stadium.
0: I think, the- Tem- I think Tampa Bay is going to win the game, but I don't think Tampa Bay is going to have as easy of a time as everybody is making it out to be. They haven't played very well going into this game. Chris left them off our NFL Top 10 last week. Remember that? Yes. Chris left them right off. Well,
1: Tampa's going to have a lot of their weapons missing. No Fournette. Nope. No Godwin. Some pieces of their defense. Uh, Levante David is hurt.
0: No Antonio Brown, who was yeah, their best no receiver Brown. this year.
1: Well, best receiver. Ah, eh, Godwin was getting He was their big play guy. When he gets the ball, but. You know, the rest is history with that. But Brady's going to have a little bit of limited pieces to throw the football to this time.
0: Will that make a difference? A lot closer. This game isn't going to be as high scoring as everybody thinks. Philly's defense is pretty good. I'll just pick it real quick. 24-17 over the Eagles, but it's going to be a much closer game than the betting line suggests. So if you're betting, bet Philly. For me,
1: Eagles are going to get Miles Sanders back in this game. That's big. Why? That gives you another added piece to their running attack that Philly was missing.
0: It's a two-headed monster now.
1: It is. You, know, you have Boston Scott if he plays, and you know, that could help them out too. Dallas Goddard, don't sleep on him. Devontae Smith, I wouldn't sleep on him either. You know, Jalen Hurts can throw the ball when he has to. I feel Philly will, will make a couple of big plays in this game. Yeah, I'm predicting an upset in this one. I think Philly is going to make one big fumble recovery that's going to cost the Buccaneers this game. I just feel it. It will be close. Philly wins 17-14. Bold. In every sense of the word. Let's go to our... Let's go to our fourth game, the 4.30 game on Sunday. 49ers, Cowboys, the Nickelodeon broadcast, I might add.
0: I'm going to give you a prediction, and I want you, no matter whether I'm right or wrong, the next time we get Noah Eagle on, if we happen to get him on very soon. You're starting that clock, right?
1: Yep, here we go.
0: I'll start it with the prediction. 31-27 San Francisco. Wow. Right Bye, Dallas.
1: You don't think Dallas has a chance to get out of the first round?
0: Bye bye. Bye
1: bye. Well, you know Dallas had great season this year, right? You know Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott, you know was uh, carrying this won't team. Won't be his
0: fault. Won't be his fault. It won't be Dak his fault if they lose. No, it's in no. Dallas, Dak will do his job. It's in Dak Dak Dallas. will do his job.
1: Dak will do his job. Okay. okay.
0: Uh, San Francisco has lost how many games on the road this year?
1: They're six and three on the road, San Fran this year. Six and three.
0: Um, they play better on the road than they do at home. Correct.
1: Play decent. I mean, they were little, little, little bit bad at home this year. They're four and four this year at home. They haven't been great at home. On the road, they've been better. Yes, their road record's better than their home record.
0: Yes. And their road record is better than Dallas's home record.
1: Their 5-3 and three is Dallas at home.
0: Can Go I ahead. just say this one thing? By the way, I hope Ian is calling that CBS broadcast as well. Uh, I would hope so. I would certainly hope so. That would be funny, them going back and forth at each other. That would be hilarious. On air while they're doing this game together. We gotta ask uh, Noah how that text conversation is gonna be if we ever get him on.
1: But let's look inside the numbers here.
0: Jimmy Garoppolo,
1: Jimmy Garoppolo, has thrown for thirty-eight hundred yards, and thrown twenty touchdowns. Dak Prescott, forty-four hundred and forty-nine with thirty-seven touchdowns.
0: And Dak is one of the best quarterbacks at protecting the football this year. The yes. difference is, uh,
1: you have I have like a Mitchell. You like Elijah Mitchell? Okay. I
0: like Debo Samuel.
1: Yeah, he's proven he can run the ball and not just only getting it as a receiver. He can run it in.
0: By the way, he was having Jerry Rice-like numbers this season. So here's the other thing. Ready for this? Please. I trust Jimmy Garoppolo in a big-time game. Really? Really? I mean, let's be honest. Look at where he came from. Look at the pedigree he had.
1: And look what He happened was you. the
0: person that Belichick actually wanted as his quarterback right now. I uh, understand, Mac Jones is not the guy Belichick really wanted. It, Mac Jones was a suitable person that Belichick had to find in the draft. Belichick thought he already had Brady's replacement on the roster. But thanks to ownership, he had to get rid of Garoppolo. Garoppolo is a game manager. Garoppolo is a quarterback who can take time off the clock. Garoppolo is a quarterback who is able to keep the turnovers down. I think San Francisco is going to win this game. I think their defense makes that difference. Their defense mm-hmm. is very good.
1: Yes, it's been solid. Not going to lie about it.
0: They, I think their front seven is going to put a hurting on the Dallas well, backs, Particularly when you Dallas... have Nick
1: Bosa on that defense. Yes. When you have Nick Bosa leading that defense. Yes.
0: Go for your prediction.
1: Please. The key for me for San Fran is George Kittle. He's been missing an action the last couple of weeks and being one of the top tight ends. I want to see Garoppolo throwing the ball to him a little bit more. I do. I'm not saying Elijah Mitchell can't do it all himself. He can. Debo Samuel, we've seen him. Ayuk, we've seen it. Kittle could make a big difference in this game, not just for the way he blocks, but when he gets open, he can make big plays when given the foot when given the football. My goodness. But, yeah, Garoppolo, though, he's had his struggles also. He's, don't forget that Super Bowl against uh, Kansas City. Do we forget that game? Uh, the Niners went ahead, and then Garoppolo made a couple of hit turnovers, and Patrick Mahomes came back and beat him. You don't think Dallas has heard the rumors about, oh, they can never get out of the first round. They always fail in the first round. They build a great team, and they always lose. I'm going by history here as well. I'm sure you are. But maybe I have a feeling history can finally change. I just said it with the Bengals. I think they'll erase a 30-plus year curse of not getting out of the first round. Maybe Dallas will do the same thing. Not in a 30-year curse, but I think they will come out of this first round and triumph over the 49ers. Finally prove they can beat a winning opponent, which they pretty much haven't done all year. This is a game I think Dak Prescott will lead the, the Cowboys to victory in Dallas Cowboys will win 31 27
0: what was Chris's prediction let's just get that in.
1: San Fran will beat Dallas 27 20 hmm okay we're kind of all in a close game ballpark with that one fair okay but
0: Chris actually went with San Fran here that, that, well he never cool. trusts
1: Dallas I mean a lot of people will say can you ever trust Dallas it's, it's nope. Super Bowl or bust for them right
0: Well, (laughs) same thing with the 49ers and that San Francisco fan base. Next!
1: Our fifth game. Okay, this is a very interesting one. A battle of uh, kind of the uh, time, kind of in two times, different times. I don't think we
0: need five minutes for this.
1: All right. Steelers. Ready for this? Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes. Big Ben. Probably the very last game we ever see Big Ben play in his NFL career
0: the last game we ever see Big Ben play in his NFL career. You don't think the Steelers have even a chance? Najee Harris is banged up and he's questionable for this game. If Najee Harris is is anything less than 100%, it is impossible for Pittsburgh to win this game. Who is Big Ben throwing it to? Big Ben's arm strength is gone. Only, he's thrown for under 4,000 yards for the first time in a very long time. Yeah, Najee Harris has had 1,200 yards, but look has been banged up the last few games. I had him on my fantasy team. He was averaging about like 18 to 19 fantasy points per game. And then the last five games of the season happened where Najee Harris was averaging six to seven. If Najee Harris is not doing the job, there's no way Pittsburgh even keeps up, much less wins.
1: Steelers are going to get a little help in this one. Juju Smith-Schuster is back. They're getting back Juju Smith-Schuster. That's huge. With Claypool, you have Fryermuth as your tight end. You have Najee Harris. You have Deontay Johnson.
0: Do you really have Najee Harris, though? Without Najee at 100%, this game is impossible. As long yes. as
1: you have him and at least he gives you a little bit of flexibility on offense, you have an extra playmaker. Hey, you know, maybe Najee Harris could give me a couple yards of a touchdown. He's not right an if we need
0: extra playmaker. He was the playmaker that you needed. Yes. And that you didn't get. You didn't have you're not getting
1: that was when you didn't have Juju Smith-Schuster for half for most of the year. He was hurt. Now you Kansas get Kansas City,
0: 37, Pittsburgh, 10. Go on.
1: You don't give Pittsburgh even a chance. I, 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 I'm i so stunned that you Mal, so I
0: think Kansas that. City is going to run up the score in the fourth quarter. It'll be a close game for three quarters. And then Mahomes is going to score two touchdowns to make it a throw. i
1: I'm not saying the Steelers will win this game. I'm not saying that, but I think the Steelers will give him a fighting chance. We've seen Big Ben. The Steelers have nothing to lose. I just want people to know that. A team that has nothing to lose is gonna give it their all, and you know, you don't have they don't have pressure on them. Sometimes that's what helps teams like this in the playoffs, particularly when you're on the road. Yes, Patrick Mahomes has definitely rounded into form over the last four or five weeks. The key ingredient I would like to see is if Patrick Mahomes, if he's gunning that ball down to Tyree Kill. He's gunning that ball down to Travis Kelsey. If Darrell Williams is running the football effectively as he has, then the Chiefs are going to be in the drivers. Yes. But I want to see if their defense, which has been one of their strong suits throughout the second half of the year, they do their job. I don't think anybody's stopping Kansas City. I don't care where they're ranked. I don't care that they're, what, number two. They're going to be dangerous. I predict Kansas City will win this game. I don't think it's going to be by a major blowout as you have. I think it will be... Let's be fair about a two-possession game. What do you say to that? Let's say this game's about two-possession. Chiefs will win 30-20. Get 30-20. I think that's a fair That's a fair uh, assessment. Mahomes will make a couple of touchdowns late. That's going to be the key to Kansas City winning. They'll make a big defensive stop on an interception.
0: Remember we. Sixteen. Next.
1: All right. By the way, Chris predicts Chiefs win 30-17 for that game. Now we go to our final game, and this is a rare one, a very rare one, a Monday night wild card game. Uh, folks, I'm not making this up. A Monday night football game can, in the playoffs. Can, it, can does we finally, even,
0: can that we that finally admit? Can we finally admit that the NFL is the most money-grubbing organization that I've ever seen or witnessed in life? That's I what think it's says. fair.
1: Okay, let's start the clock on this. It's Rams-Cardinals. This will be interesting, ladies and gentlemen. Matthew Stafford finally has all the pieces in front of him that he could have ever asked for.
0: Oh, my God. this is. He's never crazy.
1: won. He's never won a playoff game. Yep. I want people to understand that. I know. He's 33 years old, and he's never won a playoff game.
0: The Arizona Cardinals are in a very interesting position. Okay. They're 8-1 away from home. Yes. Rams are only 5-3 at home. Oh, man. But, but, but you're right. Matthew Stafford finally has it all in front of him. He does. He has more than one receiver that can catch a football. He's got Cam Akers back.
1: You have Sony Michelle. You have Cooper Cup.
0: Sony Michelle, by the way, with Super Bowl experience. Sony oh, Michelle,
1: hundred percent. You have Jalen Ramsey on your defense. You have Odell Beckham. You have, you have pretty much all the pieces from that Super Bowl team a couple years ago. Uh, Tyler Higby's there, one of your top tight ends.
0: Cup is there.
1: Uh, Cooper Cup. You have Aaron Donald on defense. You have Jalen Ramsey. You have Von Miller who won a Super Bowl with the Broncos on your D. You have all the pieces there. But now you have to put them to good use where it really counts. Now you have to win a playoff game on the road to a Super Bowl.
0: Matthew Stafford's performance over the past three weeks has been terrible. Seven picks in the last three games. Even though
1: he's thrown for close to 5,000 yards. He's thrown 17 picks to 41 touchdowns.
0: Yeah, about seven of those picks came in the last three games of the season.
1: Cooper Cup has had close to 1,950 yards receiving.
0: Cooper Cup has had touchdowns, 16 historic, touchdowns. Historic, historic season.
1: I mean, I always looked at Cup way back when. Goff was the quarterback. Cooper Cup was more of like a slot receiver than he was a deep threat receiver. Well, Matthew Stafford unlocked the real potential of Cooper Cup. Maybe more than any of us thought. Rams, once they lost Robert Woods, honestly, did you think the Rams were gonna have a chance? Do you think the Rams were gonna get to this point? Unless yes. Cooper Cup was there, even without Robert Woods.
0: Well, when they signed Odell Beckham Jr., I, mm, him and Woods are about the same level to me.
1: Yeah, they had to be
0: aggressive. They replaced they replaced the guy with the guy on the similar skill set, yes. skill level. Rams win this game. I'll okay. tell you why. Please. The experience that this is the most playoff experience team in the postseason this year. They have the most experience in the postseason. Everybody on their roster has tasted postseason football. Everybody. Even players that came on after the Super Bowl have Super Bowl experience. Sonny Michelle, for example. Yes. Even though Matthew Stafford has had losing playoff experience, he's been there understands who the playoffs are, and now he finally has the tools to go win in the playoffs versus, you know, before when he was obviously the best quarterback in the league with no one around him.
1: Didn't sleep on the Cardinals either. This is Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray can surprise the world if, you know, if their running game does what it's supposed to do, if their defense, which is very, very good. Buda Bakers led that defense. Aaron
0: Donald. Aaron Donald. That that, 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 that There's your counter to Kyler Murray. Right there. It's basically Kyler Murray versus Aaron Donald. Whoever wins that matchup wins the game.
1: Well, you're going to have to make Kyler Murray run out of the pocket a lot if you're going to have a chance. Murray has to be flushed out of the pocket and make him uncomfortable. That's how you beat Kyler Murray.
0: 24-17.
1: In favor of L.A. L.A., I'm going to take the Rams in this game, too. This is the game that Stafford needs to prove to the world. I can finally win. I have the pieces here to do it. Because I'm telling you this right now. The Rams don't have a big window open to win. They gave up a lot of draft picks. They gave up a lot of resources to build a win-now football team. If this fails, you think Sean McVay is going to here for a much longer you think maybe a lot of this team's gonna be here for much longer he'll be gone Rams win this game 31 16 and that ladies and gentlemen are our six playoff games of course the number one seeds in each the AFC and NFC have a first round by this year only the one seeds do so the Titans and Green Bay will await the winners Of these playoff games in the divisional round the following week.
0: So let's just, before we go, once and once only explain how these playoffs actually work in between the rounds so that this way our listeners know exactly what they're getting themselves into. Go ahead. So the number one seeds this year only the number one seeds get the first round by. The number two plays
1: the seven seed, three plays six, four plays five. The lowest seed for each AFC and NFC will play the number one seed in the next round. And then the other seeds will play the following and so on and so forth. So if we somehow get an upset, let's say in the Bucks-Eagles game, you might see the Eagles playing Green Bay. Let's just use that as an example right there. You might see a shocker come out for the Titans. game. Who knows? But I'll say this, the playoffs look very they look very exciting this year. Very unpredictable in some of these games. I feel a lot of these games could be anyone's game. Honestly, I don't know. I don't know who we're going to see in the Super Bowl this year. Completely. But, yeah, I don't think, I don't really know.
0: I'll make a prediction if you want. Who have you got? Green Bay, Tennessee.
1: You think it will come down to the one seeds in yes, the Super Bowl? Yes, I
0: do. Bowl? And I'll tell you why. Hmm. Aaron Rodgers needs to win the Super Bowl this year. There's no excuse for Green Bay not to get out of the NFC. They've been far and away the best team in the NFC. The Titans have proved all season long that even without Derrick Henry, they're still the best team in the AFC. They've beaten every major team that they've had to beat all season long, whenever it counted. Ryan Tannehill, even without Derrick Henry, has had a great season. And now Derrick Henry is back. And not only is he going to be back, he'll have an extra week of rest that nobody thought he was going to have. Yeah.
1: Derrick Henry can make a big difference for Tennessee. We'll see that in the following week in the divisional playoff when they take on whoever comes out of the Chiefs game. That's going to be huge. Mark my words. Oh man, with that, that's going to wrap up our special DMB edition of Downtown Sports, this playoff prediction. You can listen to Downtown Sports on sixteen different platforms. We're on Anchor, Breaker, Spotify, Radio Public, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Castbox, Fullhorn, Pod Day, Listen Notes, Podcast Addict, Verbal, Castro.fm, and Stitcher. I want to thank Chris Delarge for providing us with this Pick Six special playoff edition.
0: For the BCD, shout out to for our producer Girl Friday, for Tony Mainville, our researcher on the mouth of the South, John Schiavone. Thanks for listening.